Have you ever thought to yourself, man, I wish I had a great technique to relieve stress and help me move forward? Well, then this is the podcast for you. Tapping people, tapping. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. And yes, I am still your host, Jason Lavoy, aka the Divorce Resource Guy. And in this episode, I have a great guest for you. I know I say that every time, but it, it really is true. Dr. Katie Nall. Now, she is far more uh, academically, uh, what's the word I want to say here? Just she has a lot of degrees. Let me tell you, she has degrees in mathematics, statistics, computer science, and mathematics education, just to name a few. But her passion is really showing others, just like yourselves, how to dissolve what she refers to as waffles, worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. Say that three times fast. And in addition to being a TEDx speaker, she has practiced emotional freedom technique, EFT, also known as tapping, since 2010 and is a master trainer. And she is going to show us, we actually go through a little bit example of an example of tapping so you see how it works. And you too can try this at home. And let me tell you, it really does work. Um, And that's why she's here and I have her on to tell you all about it. So without further ado... Let's get right into our discussion about tapping and talking about your waffles. Dr. Nall, I'm so excited to have you on the show. How are you today? Oh, Jason, I'm fabulous. And I can't tell you how excited and honored I am to be a guest on your amazing podcast. Thank you so much for the invite. Oh, absolutely. And I love to have amazing guests. So you see how that works? Amazing guests equal amazing podcasts. (laughs) Now, for people who unfortunately are not too familiar with you uh, right now, Give everybody a little bit of background about yourself and kind of, you know, your backstory and how you got to this point today. So, Jason, um, I know a lot of your listeners, most of your listeners are either going through divorce or contemplating uh, divorce. I was I am the oldest child of a single mom back when there were no single moms. She married and divorced four times. Um, I did not meet my father, my birth father, until I was 14. And, um, so yeah, I've got lots, lots of stories. Um, and we, we moved a lot. Uh, I went to 12 different schools in five different States. I'd like to say that we were, you know, experiencing new places, but basically we were, um, trying to avoid bill collectors. And now I am married. Uh, it's, um, I have to stop and think. It's either 48 or 49 years. You just told me this off the air. Come on. I have to look at the year and calculate. But I've been married an embarrassingly long time to my husband, who is a divorce attorney. So I live with divorce every day. I hear about all the divorce situations. And I have very strong feelings on how I think divorces should go. <laughs> I'm uh, Personally, I am a mathematician. I was a student late in life, and in my mid-50s, I decided that I really wanted to earn my uh, life goal, which was to earn my PhD in math education. And in the process of doing that, I wanted to help students overcome their fear and anxiety about math and test-taking. I looked and looked and looked, and Jason, guess what I found? What did you find? 
nothing. There was like nothing to help them overcome their fear and anxiety about math. And I'm not surprised. Yeah, right. But as a mathematician, I understand that when you get a word problem like that, you just delete the ones that aren't really important. And what I was looking for was how do you overcome fear and anxiety? And that was in 2010 when I heard Nick and Jenny Ortner's Tapping Summit. And I watched all 10 days, bought the books, bought the DVD, taught myself this amazing process. And I said, I have no idea if this works, but I have lots of frustrated and desperate students. Let's try it out. So I got them in my office and I said, I have no idea, but let's try it. So one by one, they would come in and we do this tapping thing. And as we did it, the students started coming back and saying, I, I passed my math class. I got an A. I've never gotten a hundred on a math before. And I was like, oh, maybe this stuff works. Yeah. <laughs> so I went back and I thought, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm a mathematician. I better go figure this out. So I went and I got training. And as it turned out, Jason, I had no idea what I was doing and it was still working. Well, <laughs> so that's I when you know you have talent. And well, no, it's the technique. It's really the technique. But I went back and I got level one, level two, level three. I did quantum. That's a whole nother story. That's interesting. Trauma. And um, now I'm a master trainer. So now I train others in this amazing technique, which is unbelievably helpful for uh, your listeners and for others who are looking to dissolve their waffles, dissolve okay. their worries, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. I can't wait to get into this with you. And all I have to say is I wish you were around when I was growing up because math and me are like oil and vinegar. And, and yeah, you know, I'm just not hot wired that way. <laughs> but you know what I had, I remember to this day, I had, um, when I was studying for the SATs, I had a, uh, a math tutor who would, you know, come to the house and just, my mom got him just to privately tutor me for the SATs. And, and he was great. Um, and because I don't know if he used any special technique or he was just a good teacher, but you know, like, it's not that I couldn't do it. It's just, it had to be explained to me a certain way. And, and that was the, that was the cult. That was the goal. What that explanation or technique is, I couldn't tell you today, but <laughs> just, I know it, he, he helped make it a lot easier for me. And, uh, and I remember to this day. So, you know, somebody like that and somebody like you and, and these techniques that can be invaluable to a lot of people, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 I, I was able to do uh, my first TEDx talk uh, talking about eliminating math and test anxiety. And um, I've been pleased. It almost has 70,000 views and about 300 comments. And I'm hearing from people all over the world about their fear and anxiety they've had for math and horrible stories. I mean, parents beating their children because they were not doing well in math. And I'm like, it's not worth beating. I mean, I don't know what is worth beating about, but yeah. Um, right. It's just numbers and yeah. things and right. Yeah. I mean, wow, that's, that's scary. Um, yeah. And that yeah. really makes me sad hearing that, but yeah, I was stressed out and I know my daughter's in second grade now and I can still do her math. <laughs> So, but you know, they're teaching, they teach kids now in a totally different way than when I was growing up. Um, and I forget exactly what they call it. They call it different things in different places, but, and I know I hear it from 
parents all the time, you know, regarding math, not to get off on a tangent here, but they, you know, they, they, the way they explain it and teach it to the kids today, adults, it don't get it. And, and, and there's a big disconnect. And I, and I just heard it the other day, somebody, uh, a third grade parent, you know, complaining that I couldn't even help them with their homework. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm sure you can help shine light on all of that though. And so let's talk about that because I'm getting stressed out just talking about math. <laughs> well, and, if you're getting stressed out, would you like to see a little demonstration? Oh, wow. Oh, everybody's in store for something special here. Yeah. Okay, let's see a demonstration. Okay. Uh, will this work for people listening? Yes, it will, because I'll explain to them specifically what they can do as long as they're not driving. <laughs> okay, you hear that, everybody? If you're driving, pull over or yeah, save it either for later. pull over or put pause and listen to the rest of this. Um, but yeah, so tapping is pretty simple. And what we what we do is we start with is um, I'm going to run through the points that we're going to tap on and then we'll add the words. How's that sound? Okay. Okay. So just so everybody's familiar with where we're going to be tapping on the side of your hand, and you can use either hand, it doesn't matter, between your wrist and your little finger, you're going to use your other hand and tap right there, your little wrist and your little finger. On the outside. There you go. And now, then now when, when you say tapping, just so everybody's clear, we mean physically tapping. Right. Right. So I'm taking the fingers of my right hand and pressing them against the palm of my left hand between the wrist and the little finger right on the side there. And um, yeah, I'm just tapping on there repeatedly. I'm tapping too. Tap go ahead. We're tapping together. Here we go. We're tapping together. <laughs> and uh, when, when we add words, Jason, we're going to have a sentence here that we're going to repeat three times. Okay. 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 And then our next spot that we're going to tap is right on the crown of the head, right on top, on the very top of the head. And you can use one hand or the other or both. You can do the monkey move if you want. Either way is fine. If you tell me the next tapping is rubbing your belly, I will. Oh, yeah, at the same time. No. <laughs> and then the next spot, and I'm going to warn you, I'm coming in for a close up, um, okay. but it's going to be on the edge of the eyebrow. So it's right on the edge of the eyebrow, right above their nose, right above your nose. There you go. You got it. You got it. And again, you can use one hand or the other hand on the other or, or both, or you can cross. It doesn't matter. And you're using two fingers for everybody listening. It's two finger tapping, right? Yeah. It's a two finger tapping on the edge of the eyebrow, right above the nose. That's it. And then our next spot is take your two fingers and put it on the side of your eye between the edge of your eye and your hairline. And again, you can use one hand or the other or both. And then where I keep all my bags for quick retrieval is right under your eyes. <laughs> you can go under your eyes. Those, yeah. And so I have two fingers that I'm tapping under my eyes. At the same time, both eyes at, at the same, same time. Same time, yeah, or alternate, whatever you want to do. And then our next spot is I usually just use one hand, two fingers right above your lips, under your nose, under your nose, right above your lips. And then the next spot is Below your lips, above your chin. We're tapping on a lot of spots here. Has what? Because they were tapping a lot of spots. Right. There's eight spots that we okay. end up tapping. Yeah, we only have two more. Okay. And then what we're going to do is uh, join, have your hands, your palms facing your face, and join your hands at your wrist, and then put your hands right on your collarbone and tap right there on your collarbone. And then the last spot, finally, 
is we're gonna go about four inches under our arm and give our ribs a good thumping. So about four inches and we're gonna thump on our oh, ribs. That's a slap, that's not a tap. That's <laughs> make, make, it, make it sound good. And then tap right there. So those are the points wow. All right. we're going to tap on. And I know you said you've done this before. No, not like that. I've, I've talked about it before. I've never actually done it. Oh, this is exciting. This then. is my first time. <gasps> I'm so excited. I just love sharing this. This is my passion is sharing this information with others. So um, Jason, you mentioned talking about math was making you feel stressed. Did you, is that what you said? That's what I said before. Yep. Okay. So um, I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions uh, so that we can get the words right. When okay. you think about math, is stress the strongest negative emotion you have, or is there anything else that's coming up? Um, you want me to just articulate with words what I think? Confusion. Okay. Complicated. Okay. Um, Those are good. Not capable. You know, I don't know. Okay, incapable. Yeah, and not capable. Okay, so uh, so of those all, stressed, confusion, complicated, and uh, un un incapable. Yeah. Which one of those is the strongest? Which one feels the strongest? Well, let's go with complicated. Oh, complicated. Okay, that it makes you feel complicated. Oh, is it how it makes me feel? Yes. Like the math. Uh, oh no, it doesn't make me feel complicated. It stress. Let's go with stress. Stress. Okay, makes you feel stressed. Okay, the next question is strange. From the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, when you think about being stressed about math. Where do you feel it in your body? Uh, I'll say my shoulders. My, shoulders. Uh, That's pretty common. Yeah. 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 Big stress point. Yeah. And uh, from zero to 10, where zero is like, ah, oh, no big deal. That was like so many years ago. I don't have to worry about. And 10 is the most stressed you've ever felt about anything. What number would you give that stress that's in your shoulders when you think about math? Um, I would say... Six. Six. Okay. And is this a true statement? Right here, right now, I feel safe. Yes. Okay. And the last question is, I'm going to ask you to repeat some phrases after me that I'm going to use based on your answers. And if I say something, you go, oh, Katie, that's not right. Or I wouldn't use those words. I'd say it differently. Will you do me a favor and repeat it in the words that, are, that belong to you? Okay. Okay. That's great. Here we go. You ready? I think so. <laughs> So we'll start on the side of the hand. And so we use one hand, to, to, uh, the fingers of one hand to tap on the side of the other hand and repeat after me. And those in the listening audience, um, if you don't have stress about math on your shoulders, that's okay. You can tap along too, or you can put in your own feelings about something that's bothering you right now. So we'll start off and repeat after me, Jason. I say, even though. Even though. When I think about math. When I think about math. Even today, I feel that stress in my shoulders. Even today, I feel less stress in my shoulders. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Even though. Even though. Math puts so much stress in my shoulders. Math puts so much stress in my shoulders. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Last one. Even though. Even though. My shoulders feel stressed when I think about math. My shoulders feel stressed when I think about math. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Now we're going to move to the top of the head. 
and tap, uh, use your fingers and tap on the top of your head and say, um, this stress in my shoulders. There's stress in my shoulders. Now we go to the edge of the eyebrow, right on, right above the nose. I'm feeling stress in my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Keep tapping. Keep tapping. This stress in my shoulders. There's stress in my shoulders. And on the side of the eye, between the eye and the hairline, this stress in my shoulders. There's stress in my shoulders. Under the eye. My shoulders. My shoulders. Under the nose. My shoulders. My shoulders. Under the lips. My shoulders. My shoulders. On the collarbone. Math and my shoulders. Math and my shoulders. And then four inches below your arm. And thump your math in my shoulders. Math in my shoulders. Now blow all your air out. <clears throat> there you go. If you guys can see me, you got to watch the video when we post this. <laughs> so Jason, when you think about math, how high is the stress between zero and 10 now? Um, I would have to say it's lower than what it was before. Because we're having fun. So it turns out that if you continue to repeat this, the stress level will go down to zero. Now, what does, what does this happen when your stress level goes down to zero? Well, you get to think clear. You, uh, your your uh, parasympathetic nervous system can come back and replace the sympathetic nervous system, which has taken over when you're feeling stressed, and it will allow you to be able to be more productive. I've had clients, um, I had one client who was studying for SAT, just like you were, and she took it the first time and she scored okay. She would have gotten into the schools she wanted to, but she really felt like she could do better, especially for scholarships. So she paid for, signed up a second time, studied her butt off, went in there. She knew she nailed it. She got the scores back. Don't you know, Jason, her scores went down. She's like, oh, I know I can get this. So she paid for, registered a third time, and was set to go Well, she was a senior in high school. Life got busy with this, that, and the other. A week before the SAT test, she was like, oh, oh my gosh, she's coming up. I haven't done anything. What am I yeah. going to do? Right? And so that panic set in. Yeah, right. So she talked to her mother, and her mother hired me. And so uh, the student and I met on Monday for an hour, Wednesday for an hour, and Friday for an hour doing tapping. And as it turned out, we didn't talk about math or tests at all. We talked about other things that she was feeling stressed about in her life. That Saturday, she retook her SAT for the third time. Her scores went up by 90 points. Wow. That was significant. Yeah. And that's because the other stress that she had in her life was just relieved. Because you see, when we have stress in our life and a divorce is very stressful. Right. Right. Hello. They, yeah. We can't think clearly. We can't be at our hundred percent. We can't do what we need to do. And so tapping actually relieves us of that stress and that frustration so that instead of having your emotions run you, which is what happens a lot in divorces, you get control over your emotions. And once you have control over your emotions, especially in a divorce setting, then the divorce becomes more of a financial agreement instead of I won, he won. She or a won. business transaction, I like to refer to it as. Right. And you you hit the head on the nail, um, which I'm not surprised about at all. 
right? And emotions, that's the problem, especially in a divorce, is that people's emotions muck it up. Um, and then, but then, of course, you say, well, you're talking about a personal thing of a divorce, which involves your whole life and your backstory and your history. And of course, your emotions are going to be involved, which is true. But it's how you control that and, and the importance of controlling them, um, right? And, and managing that side of it. So you can take care of the business at hand, which is the divorce. So after watching my husband go through all these divorces for almost 40 years, uh, I always tell him uh, nobody wants a divorce. What they want is for the other person to poof, disappear from the face of the earth and their standard of living to stay the same. <laughs> that's a fair assessment, I think. And what did he say? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's not happening. <laughs> I have another I have another theory, too. Um People can can figure out other things, but they frequently use the children as um, pawns in right. their contest. And one of the things that they uh, want to argue about is who gets the one thing that has the greatest um, financial advantage, and that's the house. And I and in fact, I've talked to a lot of the divorce judges, and I said you should always award the house to the children, and let the children have this because they're the ones that need the stability. Right. And give, and give the children the house and let the parents come and go whenever they have custody. That isn't happening either. So well, right. I mean, I, I think the logistics of that is 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 a problematic perhaps, but I love I love that idea because it is right. The children should be the ones in the stable uh, place. And instead of the kids going back and forth, right? Let the parents go back and forth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do like that idea. Um but unfortunately, yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> but you know what? If you talk to enough people, you know, maybe maybe it could. If 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 they tried it and it and it worked well, then I bet you it would pick up steam. Um, well, since divorce is usually triggered by financial situations, there's seldom enough money to have two people having the same standard of living in two separate places. And if you true. think about three places, because the kids in the house, and then there would be one place for another and another place, it, it gets complicated really. So I think the answer to divorce is just make sure everybody has a sufficient standard of living and a lot of the divorces would go away. <laughs> yeah, well, and the emotions, you know, if, if people could manage their emotions and, and, and part of the problem is, and, and I know this isn't really what we're talking about today, but you know, it's, it's why people are so stressed uh, is because one or both of the parents getting or if kids are involved or people getting divorced you know there's so there's emotional pain there mm. um because right nobody wants to get divorced right you don't get married hoping to get divorced mm -hmm. and and so there's pain there and, and and one person may have more pain than the other but they don't know how to manage that pain and oftentimes they're not in therapy when they should be and you know they're looking to their attorney you know i bet your husband can appreciate this right they they, they call him um when they should be calling their therapist mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, let the attorney yes. do what he's supposed to be doing. And, and the therapist can focus on what they're, but they don't, that's not how it often works. And so everything gets rolled into one and, and that's problematic, you know? Um, so and actually calling the therapist is a great idea. However, clinical studies have shown that um, CBT, which is cognitive behavior therapy or talk therapy is not as effective as tapping. And um, they found that EMDR and tapping is more effective and faster than cognitive behavior therapy. So, and why um, is that? Well, because 
um, and I was just talking to a client today about this. In fact, we're meeting on Sunday and she was saying that she was having issues and she was going to her therapist and everything they were talking about was, well, talk it out. And so it's all in your mind. Right. And when we do tapping, we acknowledge that we're holding our emotions in our body and releasing it from our body. And it's that release from our body that allows those emotions to actually be what an emotion is, which is energy in motion, right? That's an emotion. And, it, and we, you know, Jason, you think about being happy or being in love or, or being, you know, ecstatic. Those are great emotions. But what happens after a little while? They fade, right? They go away. So how come the pain that we have from a divorce or, or, or feeling betrayed or all of those all negative things that we have in a divorce, how come they stay stuck? And I have a theory that the reason why they stay stuck is because we've had childhood incidences where maybe we were playing with a toy or something and somebody tried to take our toy away, another child, and we grabbed it back and one or another parent said something to us about you need to share or something. So here we are as a child, frustrated, right? That would be our initial experience. Right. And then we have someone we love and respect yelling at us or even reprimanding us. And we interpret it as, okay, I'm not just now frustrated. Now I'm worried. Does my mommy or daddy love me? Now I may be embarrassed. Now I have. So when we have negative emotions, they're never just one emotion. They're like layers of emotions that have been encapsulized for years. Wow. That, I hope you you pursue that if you're not already, because that, I kind of think that might have some real legs to it. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, that if you think about it, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Now for people, I want to go over waffling again. Um, and, and I forget how you phrased it, but people can how did you how did you phrase it when you were talking about waffling and tapping before? Because I want to repeat what waffling means. Sure. Um, so uh, it was really hard for me to explain tapping to people who weren't familiar with it. And so I, I realized saying stress relief, a lot of people think that that's a medicated pill or something, especially because I have a PhD and call myself a doctor. Like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to misinform people. Um, and so I was trying to figure out a way to describe what I did. And I said, you know what? I've had clients who've had worries. I've had clients who've been anxious. I've had clients who were fearful, frustrated, lethargic, exhausted, and stressed. <gasps> now I know what I do. I dissolve their waffles. And Love not it, only yeah. do I dissolve their waffles, but I teach them how to do it themselves. And that's the power of um, being able to know tapping. A little side story, Jason, is that while I was working full-time at a college, took me four years to earn my PhD. While I was working full-time at the college, it took me eight years to become a master trainer in tapping. Um, so it isn't a weekend course or uh, something like that. I had to do numerous case studies, hours with mentors. In fact, I still do. Um, you have to do mentoring um, every year to be able to maintain your certificate. Okay. And it's in that, it's in doing that, that I, I'm now able to train others so that not only can they learn how to control their own emotions, but especially when you have children going through a divorce and you want to explain to them and reassure them and let their emotions come out so that later on they don't have issues, right? So important. And so, yeah. 
Yeah. So you can teach your children to tap. I've tapped on my grandchildren as young as eight months old when I don't know if you remember, but you know, when you get an infant who's so keyed up and they're so exhausted and so tired that they can't go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Okay. And they're just wired and you're trying to get them to sleep. Well, the other grandmother was holding our granddaughter and trying to calm the baby down. And she was not going anywhere. And I asked, I said, is it okay if I tap on her? And they said, yes, please, whatever. <laughs> just get her to calm down. <laughs> and so she was on her grandmother's uh, shoulder and I didn't even get all the way through the tapping. And I was about halfway through and she just <laughs> conked. conked. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And and so I love this idea of, well, it's not an idea. I love the technique of tapping. Um, and how, how soon can people expect to see results from it? Well, let me ask you, Jason, how are you <laughs> feeling now about the stress about math? Well, I really haven't been thinking about math since we did that exercise, but <laughs> it, I can see how it would definitely after repeated times, you know, I would feel much, much better. Um, yeah. And, and I can't explain it. You could probably explain it, but it, it's, it's the combination of tapping um, and, and that physical response uh, to saying the words over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, right. And, and that's right. I, I think that's why it's, that can be so effective versus talk therapy is because it's like you're controlling, you know, it's like breathing exercises, but it's different. Um, you know, and at the end, you're just trying to relax your body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, I, I wish, is there like a, a diagram or something that people can reference to yeah. go through the, know which, like what the order of things are when they're tapping and try it at home? Yeah. If they email me, I can send them uh, that information. And if they go to my YouTube channel, I have tons of information there. If they go to my website, there's um, there's a tapping chart. And of course, I offer classes um, so people can learn tapping for themselves. Um, and so, yeah, there's lots of lots of good stuff. Awesome. Let's talk about some of that. And of course, I'll put it in the show notes too. So people, if you're in the car, you know, you can't write anything down, don't worry about it. Where, where can people find you? Let's start with that. The best way to people for people to find you. So I'm right here. No, okay. <laughs> just look at your screens on YouTube. No. <laughs> um, best way to catch me is on my um, website. And I'm a bit of a punster. Um, my last name is Nall, N-A-L-L. So the name of my company is my last name followed by the word edge, E-D-G-E. -E. So my website is N-A-L-L-E-D-G-E-C-O.com. It's knowledgecompany.com. Love that. <laughs> and um, of course, my email is right here um, on, on my name. It's just hello at drnall.com. And I'll challenge your listeners. Um, I'm pretty lonely over here. And all they have to do is pick up the phone and call me. I'd love to talk to them. And my phone number is 772-480-0541. Happy to answer questions. Oh, my God. You just gave your phone number to the audience? Been doing it for years and no one has called me. No <laughs> one. <laughs> They're probably scared. Or well, they probably don't believe it's true. Now, will you pick up the phone? Oh yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> That's your phone number, your real phone number. Oh. Pretty much most of the time. Mm -hmm. 
See, the good thing I'm not Oprah. Yeah, right. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you would have to change your phone number. Yeah. Now, people <laughs> no. don't call. I don't get it. But. Yeah, everybody, I think, you know, you should take her up on that offer. Yes. Um, because tapping, listen, you're all stressed. I know it because I'm talking to you people. And that's why you're here and you're listening. And it's okay to be stressed, right? I, it's okay. And it's to- perfectly normal to be stressed when you're going through a traumatic situation like a divorce. But it's how you manage that, um, which is one of the things that's going to help you get through this process um, in the best shape possible um, and and get this done. And so you can make the best decisions um, at the right times. So do it and then tell me it doesn't help. Right. That's my challenge to you. Right. Take a class, learn to tap and then tell me it didn't work for you. I love it. I'm not giving you my phone number. <laughs> well, we can probably find it on the internet anyway. <laughs> That's probably right. <laughs> Dr. Null, it was so nice to have you on. Um, and I know we kind of just touched, uh, scratched the surface of tapping and, and, and helping people um, relieve stress. And I will promise we're going to have you on again in the future and, and we're going to continue this conversation. I so appreciate it. And Jason, I think what you're doing is amazing. I really appreciate what you're doing for everyone. Thank you. Well, thank you. We'll talk soon. All right. Another episode in the books. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you will actually try the tapping technique yourself. Let me know if it works for you. Shoot me an email, jason at jasonlavoy.com. Post in my free Facebook group if you are not already a member. And if you are a member, join and let me know. And expose and spread the word about tapping because I really think it is a great and really easy technique to use. And it doesn't cost anything and you don't have to buy anything to use it as long as you have your fingers. All right. So subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Listen to the other episodes. Leave review on iTunes if you like what you hear. And if you are looking for uh, divorce coaching for your personal situation, try out Divorce You. And I also do one-on-one coaching. Shoot me an email, jason at jasonlavoy.com to learn more about it. And I will help you move forward on your journey. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoy, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.